Warning, MF Uncensored contains adult language and discussion. Listener discretion is advised. We're a couple of misfits. We're a couple of misfits. What's the matter with misfits? That's where we fit in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to MF Uncensored. Don't forget, if you guys are listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get your podcasts. Also, our website, themisfitfaction.com. I'm Paul, one of your hosts, and I am honored, I'm excited, I am curious, I am intrigued to Mm -hmm. introduce today's guest. We have spirit medium and author slash podcaster slash jack of all trades, master of none, his words, not mine, Mr. Daniel Jackson. Daniel, how are you today? I am great, Paul. How are you today? I'm I'm living the dream, man. Like this is this is my favorite thing to do. It's I love doing interviews. It's just setting them up that sometimes, and you and I can attest to both of that right now. Pain in the butt. It yeah. is a pain in the butt, but I'm really yeah. glad that uh, that you and I were able to get this in the works and get this going because I am I'm very excited for this interview and. Simple reason because it's a topic that I find interesting on a personal level, personal level, but also something I haven't actually had a chance to talk to somebody about. So I'm I'm very excited to discuss some of the things that we're going to be talking about today. I will answer all the unanswered questions for you. Oh man, I got a whole list of unanswered questions at this point. You ask whatever you want to. I can tell everybody I worked in prison for six years. Nothing bothers me. I don't I don't get embarrassed by anything. I've heard it all. I've seen it all. So. You ask whatever you want. Everyone's got that one dying question they want to ask, and and I'll get the answer for That's you. That's awesome. Well, why don't you start off by telling our listeners a little bit about you, about what you do, and why why you think I'm so interested to talk to you about today's topic. Because <laughs> everyone is interested in this subject because they they hear about the stories, they they see the stories, they see the television shows, they the movies. You know, the movies are pretty much always dead wrong, but. But yeah, they, they, they're interested in this because they want to know what is next, what is after this, and is there anything after this? So they're all intrigued with it. And when they find someone who can give them some answers, well, the first thing they're going to do is start writing some things down. So I, I understand it. I get it. I was the same way when I was young as well, because although I have always seen spirit my entire life, I just didn't know why. It was just happening on such a regular basis, but I've been seeing them since I was like three years old. <clears throat> so, but my whole family was seeing them. We lived in a house in New Jersey next to a battlefield on the Delaware River, and it had a hospital there. And and so we were all seeing stuff, but a lot of the other families in that same area were seeing things as well. Our neighbor was seeing things as well. She saw she came running over to my mom's our, our house one time and told my mom that she had seen a man standing on top of the stairs in a like a, a battle type outfit with a uh, a rag on his head and blood dripping down his face and he was holding a musket and and it freaked her out. She she ran downstairs into the basement hoping that was going to make it go away, but telling it to go away. But <clears throat> we all saw those things. My mom and sister were getting my sister ready for school one morning and they. Went into the bathroom and there's a full length mirror on the door. And when they stood in front of it, there was a woman standing there in a, in a colonial outfit. So, oh gosh, we my brothers and <clears throat> I do brothers and a sister. My sister had a sta- her room upstairs and on the third floor because it was like a basement type of thing as well. And my brothers and I were watching TV in a recreational room. That's what we called it. And my sister's record player turned on. But see, back in the day, this is in the 70s. You know, a record player you had to pick up the record and you 
and you hooked it onto this little rod and you flip the switch, it would drop it down and needle will go over and play the record. Mm-hmm. Well, not only was it playing record, did it play record, but it started switching records. Oh, that's so terrifying. So whatever was in there, yeah, whatever was that's... in there was picking the records up and putting new ones on. And my sister had a wide selection of records back then and like, you know, Pink Floyd and Alice Cooper and all that. So I was playing all these records and we're like, what's going on? Because we knew my sister was not home. It was just me and my two brothers. So my one brother sent us upstairs, my me and my other brother to go turn it off. And of course, we we jumped up those stairs and then jumped back down. And, but these types of things happen all the time. And then I started, I was, my mom and dad and I, when I was 17, and my one brother moved to Delaware from New Jersey. And then, then I was the only one who was continuing to see things. I had an issue where I, I played in a rock band. I had big hair, you know, I had to I had the zebra stripe spandex to prove that. I thought I looked cool, but mm, not so much. Man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I thought it was cool back in the eighties. And and uh, I came home from a gig and laid down in bed. And when I did, something laid down next to me in the bed. I could feel the pillow depress. I just felt someone lay next to me. I could feel them brush up against me. Oh, it's terrifying. Uh, and this, yeah, it happened like three, four times. And then that fifth time, I went to roll over to see what was going on. Whatever, whatever was there picked up the blank that I had on top of me and brought it up to the ceiling and shook it above me. And then it dropped it on me. And then after that, Paula slept on the couch for two, uh, two years after that downstairs. Cause I, I was scared. It scared, scared me crazy. I so, would have been uh, out of the house. I would have been gone yeah. so far. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. man. So yeah, but seeing things like that my entire life. And then uh, all the way through into my twenties, thirties, forties, all the way up until I was about to turn 50. And then when that, when I was, it was coming close to my 50th birthday, my wife, my wife now went away on vacation to see her daughter for two weeks. And then for two weeks in my home, I saw everything you could ever imagine that was scary in a scary movie, like green and red mist pouring out of the walls and skulls floating out with red eyes and fangs. I saw seven foot skeletons walking around the house. I saw everything, saw the famed, what they call the hat man, but I see him on a regular basis now and he talks to me and, and, but I know why he's here and what he's actually doing here. He's not here for what people think he is, but I see all kinds of stuff. And so around that time, when my wife came back, she told me about her adventures and I told her about mine and she, I'm diabetic. So she thought that maybe because of my, my, my diabetic, that you were having diabetes that. Yeah, the, the medicine maybe was causing a psychosis or something like that. But three days after she was, had returned home, she started seeing some of the same things. Really? And and she she had known about me anyway, because I had told her stories before about other things I've seen. But And she has seen things herself when she was younger, but not on the scale that she was seeing now that I, because of what was going on with me. So we sought out help. I was going to have a, I was going to have a, a priest come and do a, do an exorcism. An and, old uh, priest and a young priest? Yeah, they didn't They didn't want to do it. And besides, that stuff is fake anyway. That doesn't work. It's not real. That's a lot of movie stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff that uh, it's involved in this is a lot of movie stuff. And unfortunately, people believe it. So, uh, yeah, there's no such thing as possession. No one turns green and spits out pea soup. That's just, it's it's garbage. Because because your soul is inside your body. Your body cannot take the, take have uh, two of them inside of it. It's, it can only take the space of one. So, uh, so there's a lot of garbage. So uh, we had a, a paranormal group come to the house. They they got a lot of information. The, the best part about them coming to the house was someone else was hearing and seeing, witnessing what I was going through. And I knew, you know, I wasn't crazy. And because, it, val- it validated you. 
Yeah, absolutely. They they had me do this one experiment where I laid down in bed and they brought this thing called an ovulus or a spirit box in. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they come in and I'm laying in bed, pretending I'm sleeping and it's dark in there because I see a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff in the dark. I see it now in the day too, but that's just a progression of my abilities being getting more and more. So uh, so they they come in and they turn this box on and then it starts spitting out words. It says Helen, Wendy, Paul, Michael. It says unique, special, light energy one time it said the word road like a street said road and that computer voice and a car went mm, right past the house and i was like what the heck and then they started asking the questions and one of the questions i remember the most was are you here to harm daniel and then in that computer voice it came out and said no we are not here to harm daniel we love daniel we love daniel's light daniel is the light and i was like what does Daniel with the light mean? What the heck is that supposed to mean? So they asked questions and it answered for 10 minutes. Oh, wow. And it was just every time they asked a question, it answered. So <clears throat> I go outside of the room and and, and talk to them about it. And, and so I said, you guys get all that? That was crazy, right? And they're like, well, yes, Mr. Jackson, but there's an issue. And I was like, what do you mean there's an issue? And he said, well, whenever we use that box, we can get it to say a word or two but it never says sentences. Hmm. And I was like, but it did. It was cool. And they said, well, yeah, we got to, we got to kind of figure that out. I mean, they had these little boxes set up all that were had, had a little brass looking box with a light on top of it and a wire sticking out of it. And I said, what's that? And they said, well, well, when spirit walks past that, they, it creates static electricity. I said, like how? And he, he rubbed my couch and puts his hand over it and it goes, and, and it lights up and makes this bloop noise. And I was like, oh, that's pretty neat. So he set them up all around the house, like in front of like my bed, bedroom door and in the kitchen. And they asked me, so where do you get a lot of activity? I said, well, throughout the whole house. What do you mean? Where do I get? I said, but there's a lot in the bedroom. I go to walk through the bedroom and I walk past these things and every one of them goes bloop oh. and lights up. And I was, I look back at them and they're looking at me and I'm like, there with my mouth open. I'm like, what the heck just happened? And they, and they look at me like this, shrugging their shoulders. I don't know if they that would walk- make me feel much better if the, the quote unquote professionals walk in and they're kind of like, uh, we don't know. Yeah. They, they walk and they walk through and you know what happened? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Every time I walk past, they all light up and they even took pictures of me walking around the house, this mm-hmm. digital pictures. And every time I was like by myself or with one of the team members, they took a picture of the team member. You just see him. I walk over there and I'm sitting there talking to him and she, and this girl's taking pictures of me. She tells one of the guys, Hey, you got to see this. And I'm like, I'm like, what do they got to see? She's like, well, we're not really supposed to show you until the big review, but I got to show you this. And she shows me every single picture she's scrolling through of me by myself or with one of those guys. There's like 15 or 20 light orbs completely surrounding me. Really? And I was like, what is going on? So at the end of that thing, at the end of that thing, yeah, they left and they said, oh, we'll be back in two weeks. Big reveal, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They never came back. I finally got a hold of them like six weeks later. And the guy said the, when they left my house, they got out on my front lawn and the whole team quit. They were, they were afraid to go back in my house. The guy told me, he said that. They don't get that kind of information, all that information from one house. It takes like 10 or 15 homes to get all that. And they were completely frightened and did not want to come back to my house. Oh, he wow. didn't want to come back to my house and do to tell me anything. So I saw, we ended up searching out and I found five mediums. None of them knew each other. 
all of them told me the same story of me. One of them in particular, where I went to her show, and this is this is what's going to explain what's going on with me. Okay. So I went to this show, and because uh, she asked me, I called her up and talked to her. She told me to come to one of her shows. I didn't tell her when I was coming. I just bought some tickets, and me and my wife showed up. We walk in the door. She's standing about 30 feet away from me, and she, we walk in the door, and immediately I see her zone, zone in on me. And then she watches me walk across the room and sit down. And I'm like, and I said to my wife, that was creepy. She yeah. said, yeah, what's up with that? I said, I don't know. She said, did you tell her you were, we were coming here? I said, no, I didn't tell her. I was like two weeks ago when I talked to her. I just bought the tickets. So she, she ends up, she tells the crowd how she does things. And then she reads people during the show. And she, there was 50 people there. She read eight people. I was the second one. She knew things about me. She mentioned my mother's middle name. How mm -hmm. the hell would she know that? All these things about me. And she read because my dad's spirit had come through. My dad had passed away. And she mentioned how he passed away. All these things. And I was like, how would she know this? You know, because I don't have it on any social media, how my dad died. You right. Know? So we go down after the show and I introduce myself. She says, oh, Daniel. She said, I need to talk to you. And I was like, okay. She said, wait till everybody leaves. I want to talk to you. I said, all right. So everybody leaves and I'm standing there. And she says, look, she says, I know you're seeing spirit. I said, lady, you have no idea. She says, I know you're seeing a lot. And I said, for me, it's like being in a room with a thousand people, except nobody leaves and more just keep coming in. And that's how many I see in a day. I see more in a day than any TV show will ever see in any season they have all together. Wow. I said, it just never turns off, never goes away. I just see them, see them, see them everywhere, walking around, doing everything. But I don't just see people. I see everything. Dogs, cats, horses, cows, fish, other beings from other places. Because if people think this is the only place that has something, mm -hmm. no. And it has nothing to do with UFOs and the and uh, aliens and stuff like that. There's just other people, other places. So <clears throat> she says to me, well, you're seeing a lot because they're coming to you. And I said, why would they be coming to me? She said, well, I see spirit the way that spirit sees, or I see spirit the way, and, and, and she says, and spirit sees you as a particular way, and I can see you in the same way that they see you. And I said, what do you mean by that? She said, well, spirit sees you. They see our body frame, but they see our light that's inside of us. And that's our soul. And that's how spirit will see you. But that's not you. And I said, what do you mean? She said, when you walked in the room, I saw you come in the room. She said, I could feel you on the other side of the door and you walked in. And that's why I kind of, and I said, yeah, my wife and I thought that was kind of creepy. She said, well, the way they see you, the way I see you, you look like a light bulb. I don't see your body frame. I just see a big giant ball of light. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and what's that supposed to mean? She said, spirits are coming to you because they believe that you're the light into heaven. Hmm. And that's why they're coming to you. They see your light. You're like a big giant beacon of light. The biggest I've ever seen. I've never, She said, I've been doing this for 20 years and I've never seen anybody like you. She said, so they're coming to you. They want to check you out. I said, oh, something's checking me out. She said, what do you mean by that? I said, oh, I, I get, I feel like somebody, you know, my, my skin's always itching and stuff like yeah. that. She said, oh, it's not itching. 
they're touching you. Huh. I said, what do you mean? She said, well, they're trying to figure out what you are because they see this ball of light. They're not used to seeing you. They're used to seeing just people. They don't know what the hell you are. So they're going to walk up and touch you and pinch you and poke you. And I get that all the day, every day, still to this day. And uh, you, it's like, you know, when we were kids, our mom and dad fed us green beans. And now 30 years later, we love green beans. You yep. get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> you just do. It's just this. But, you know, you have to, being me, you have to be real comfortable being yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so I said, so what do I, what am I going to do with this? She said, well, it's up to you. You can either, you can either accept this or you can just say no and make it go away. And she said, you have to have a big talk. You have to have a big sit down talk. I said, with who? She said, you have to talk to God or a higher source or higher power, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And talk to him and tell him what you want to do because you're different. And I, she said, you're way different than anybody else I've ever seen. So you have a really big decision to make. And I said, oh, man. She said, I know you don't want this to go away. Because I said, no, I don't. I said, this has been me my entire life. And, and you know, if I could do something to help whatever it is these ones are coming to me for or just regular people, I'll just, I'll do that. I mean, but I got to get it figured out. She said, well, you make your decision. She says, you'll pretty much figure it out after that. I said, all right. So my wife and I went home. We talked about it. And I said, I just said to my wife, I said, you know, I said, how do I go in there and talk to God about this? She said, how do you talk to God any other way? I, she said, you just do, right? I said, hmm. yeah, I just do. She said, because my wife puts in things into perspective for me very well. Most wives and, do. Uh, yeah, she grounds me very well because I don't see always see things the same way. Mm-hmm. So I, <clears throat> I went in there and had a big talk with God because you know why? Because anybody can talk to God anytime they want to. You don't have to go to some big white building with a bunch of other people who are telling you how to live your life the way they want you to live it and give them 10% at the same time. Because how did they know about 10% back then? Because the people who wrote all that stuff for kings and queens, that's why. So uh, Because it's power and control. So I went in my bedroom, had a talk with him, came out, told my wife, and was it. Very next day, everything changed Mm -hmm. because I said yes to this. I accepted it. I told them I would do anything you want me to do. If I'm going to help people or help these people who have passed away, I'll do it. I'll do whatever you want me to do. And I said it in that way. I will do whatever you want me to do. As long as you help me to help them, I'll do whatever you want. And boy, that I didn't, I did not know what I was saying yes to at that time. Mm -hmm. I found out from them that that lady was right because now I'm able to actually communicate with, with spirit. Spirit talks to me. When a dog talks to me, I hear it as English. When a cat talks to me, I hear it as English. It comes through as English. Now that's not for everybody. A lot of mediums hear people speaking Spanish or speaking Chinese or Japanese, something like that. I hear it as English. I ended up meeting this woman who was putting a group of mediums together. And she had this group where they were just going to talk about things. So she invited me Mm -hmm. because my very first year I was like, I was lost. I didn't know where to go and what to do. I couldn't find anybody to help me with this. And I mean, all those, those five mediums I met were helping a little bit, but I needed one-on-one stuff going on. So I found this woman and she, she, brought me into this group. I show up. All of them are experienced mediums. I'm the new guy. I'm the new guy. And I walk in, 
Hi, my name's Daniel. And as soon as I walk in, I see every one of them standing there and they all went like this. <gasps> and I was like, it's, what? It's, and they said, oh my God, your energy. You're... And one, one lady's like putting her hand over her eyes and she's like, like this. And I'm like, what? And she, she's like, oh my God, what is going on here? And I was like, I, that's what I'm here for. I don't know what's going on here. And, and they said, okay, we you sit down, calm down a little bit. Maybe your energy will come down. Maybe the brightness will come down. And when they kept saying that, I was like, what is that supposed to mean? So that, that next year, they helped me develop everything. Mm -hmm. I was coming into those meetings once a month and they were helping me with everything. I learned that I could do something called channeling. They helped me get in contact with who my spirit guides are because we all have spirit guides but mine are different. Mm -hmm. I have what we would consider <clears throat> or who we refer to as archangels. And the reason I have them is because my light is so bright. They want me to cross spirit over into the light. And that's what I do. But the light is. So when I would see these spirit, I was starting to do it. I would cross one or two over here and there, but I didn't realize I was telling them to, to look for the light, look for the light. Mm -hmm. And sometimes these spirit would look at me like with this puzzled look, and I didn't understand what that meant. So I found out a couple of years into this by speaking to the archangels. They're not men with wings. They don't have wings. They don't have shields. They don't have swords. They're not fighting a battle in heaven. There's no such place as hell. There's no such place as purgatory. No one's being burned at the stake. There may be somebody walking around there with horns and a tail, but he's not torturing anybody. He just looks that way because that's where he looks for where he comes from. Mm -hmm. And because I see everything. <clears throat> and when I see archangels, most of them don't even aren't don't look human, are not human. They just, they're just not. I see a couple of them that are, but most of them, not even close. They would be more closer to what we would refer to as aliens. Interesting. So just, just very different. The ones that I see most of the time, <clears throat> they look like seven foot prey mantises standing in my room. Really? And I see their little tentacles and our arms coming down and then their big bug eyes and all that stuff. And they all just look different. Mm -hmm. And from what they have told me, so when you pass away, you're going to stand up out of your body. You're going to look down. You're going to see your body and go, hmm, I guess I don't need that anymore. <laughs> you're going to take a step to the left. You're going to look to the right. And a light is going to turn on. That's your personal light. You're going to have one, Paul. Everyone's going to have one. If you cross over into the light, it turns off. If you don't cross over and you remain here as an earthbound spirit, it turns off, but <clears throat> there is always one continuous light that shines all the time for all spirit to see, not just spirit, but the spirit that are also in us as well. People are attracted to it because hmm. they are also spirit as well, because we, we, we all are, we are, are all a soul. We don't have a soul. You are a soul. What you have is this meat suit because you're here. <laughs> learning the lessons and fulfilling the purpose in this physical world. So, but this one soul is in a physical body and it's here for a couple of reasons for one to shine all the time. So all spirit can see it all the time. So when I mean shine all the time, <clears throat> it comes, it comes back each and every time when a body expires, the body that's in expires, it just moves to the next body. Whereas um, like you, 
you've been here, let me say, 28 times. So you're on number 28 now. I just asked them a question that quickly. I got touched on my face for yes and no answers. Hmm. And they told me the number that fast. So they, so you've been here 28 times, meaning you, you, you've left and gone back home and then you just come back again. Okay. And the reason you come back is because we're here to fulfill a purpose and we do it throughout our lives, but just not enough as much as they want us to. So you have to keep returning because nobody lives to be 150 years old. Besides at that point, it hurts the pain. Who wants to do that? <laughs> so, uh, so, so you, but you do go through life experiences and you're just, you're on number 28. So you've been here 27 other times. You've had 27 other moms and dads, brothers and sisters, dogs and cats. You've had 27 other astrological signs that mean absolutely nothing because it's garbage because it only has to do with your body and not your soul mm -hmm. because the body's in a physical place and the, the soul's in a physical place in the body, but when it leaves here, no longer physical. So, so it shines all the time to be in that body. And like I said, when that body expires, it just goes into the next one. It's all planned. And uh, so then also it's heard as well because spirit can hear you, mm -hmm. but if they don't want to hear you, they continue out because they are in a, a, a higher vibrational period okay. at, at okay. that moment. Okay. And they can tune everything out if they want to, but this other soul, they cannot tune it out because it has to be heard. It has to be seen so they know at any time they can go towards it and cross over because spirit who are here earthbound can cross over anytime they want to. They just have to be able to let go of their pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, language, and all that. But when you walk into the light, you're being washed away of that stuff. So you don't actually have to physically, okay, I want to let go of my pain. You just have to want to willingly walk into that light. And when you willingly want to do that, then you will be washed away of all that stuff that you learned how to have here because you didn't come into this world with it. You learned how to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, just as well as you say, you take two children of the age of two years old, every race, creed, and color, you stick them in one giant room, and, and then you turn two of them around and tell two of them, hey, I want you to turn around and point to me. Who do you hate? They're going to look at you like you're crazy because they haven't learned how to do it yet. Mm -hmm. So we've learned everything here, sorrow, grief, guilt, all this. They, they want to teach you all this stuff because they want you to feel bad about everything because they want you to, they don't want you to have any faith in yourself or, or they want you to have self doubt because they want to have power and control over you. So how do you keep control over people? You make them feel like they are less than they are. So you just do. So you learn all that stuff. So, so this light that's here, just crosses from one body to the next. Mm -hmm. And then it also has to be in a physical body for another reason, to cross spirit over into the light. And the light that it's, the light that it's crossing over into is itself. It is the light. It's me. <laughs> You're never going to hear another medium say that uh -huh. or, or claim it because they can't. Right. And it's right. not in anyone else because it only has to be in one because the, the light is so bright that all spirit can see it. That's what the lady was talking about. Man. I'm it. I don't ask to be it. I just am. You come into this world and hopefully you will accept who you are. Mm -hmm. And I just have to accept that I'm this because I don't have any control over this. But what I can do is help with it. So meaning I can cross the spirit over. Because at nighttime, what I see at nighttime is way in the dark is way different than what I see in the daytime. At nighttime, I, I, I can lay there. I remember one time laying in bed just watching, and it looked like the inside of a, a tornado, just this swirling going on. 
and I see it and I see these little lights going up and then I see these little lights going down. And what those lights were, were people leaving. Right. And anytime someone leaves and goes back home, they're going through my energy. Anyone who comes here to visit comes through my energy. Anyone who comes here and is being born is coming through my energy. I see it physically all the time. I see these clouds go. Whoosh. If I pay attention to it much, I see these clouds going. Whoosh. That's people crossing over. Other people have witnessed it as well. They see flashes of light go off around me. They're not sure what it is. My, mm -hmm. my sister, I mentioned in my book, my sister was sitting with me in a low lit room talking one time at her house and a big flash of light went off in the room. And she was like, what the heck was that? It was like lightning went off in here. I said, oh, it's just somebody jumping in. She's like, what do you mean jumping in? I said, J jumping in. And she knows about me because she knows. Yeah, yeah. And then... I said, just jump in it. She says, oh, you mean crossing over? I said, yeah, just, that, that's just my way of saying it. And she's like, how do you get used to that? I was like, you just do. When it happens all the time, if you were standing in a room and people were, and you were, they were, the paparazzi were around you and flashes of light were going off all the time from cameras, that's what it's like. I said, you get used to it. You just do. I mean, if you don't, you can either not and go crazy, but or you, you can accept it. And that's what I did. I learned to accept it. So it happens a lot in that way. And sometimes I just see the clouds coming through or, or I've been on camera before with uh, doing interviews and people said, Oh, I just saw something fly right into your head. I was like, yeah, crossing over. Or they see my camera go blurry. I say, yeah, crossing over. It just, it happens all day, every day, never turns off. I'm not in control of it. But I do try to help. So I see them, they bring them to me. Or when I'm in a dark place, I, I see spirit everywhere. And sometimes I see groups of hundreds or thousands of them. And I just tell them what to do and where to go. And just flashes of light going off. And I'm doing my part. I'm helping. But because I'm, because I'm in community, because the reason, another reason I have these archangels with me is they protect me from all the negative energies that are out there too. Because right. there are gazillions of them. And, and they protect me from them so that I can do this job as well. But because they protect me, these spirit who ask me questions, I have to get answers. Mm -hmm. So I ask my guides, they tell me answers, I tell them the answer, and then from that point I tell them where to go and what to do after that. My thoughts are no longer mine anymore. I'm only about 15% me, the other 85% is spirit all the time. To the point where like if I'm, I see them as well. Like even during the day I see them, while I'm standing here looking at you, I see them, they're right here. Mm. And what it looks like is if you see someone smoking a cigarette and little petals of smoke coming off the cigarette, right. that's what right. I see here all the time. When I'm riding on the road on my motorcycle, I can ask questions like, hey, I want to take this right-hand turn. Now I get touched on my face for yes and no answers. And I get touches across my face on my forehead, okay, in different, different spots. And when I feel it, it feels like blood is dripping across my face. Hmm. I get one answer for no, and it feels like a tear, blood dripping down my eye. It feels like a tear coming down my eye. So I ask him questions, and I say, hey, I'm going to take this right-hand turn. No. I go, okay. oh, so you don't want me? So how about the next right-hand turn? Yes. Okay. So I do. Do I care about that other turn? No, I don't give a crap, because they're looking out for my best interest. When someone is looking out for your best interest, they want to help you. So it's just accept the help. But if you're going to worry about something that might have happened all day long, you're going to drive yourself crazy. And I don't do that. So I just do what they want me to do. I do what they ask me to do because they're always asking me to do things mm -hmm. like coming here to Arizona. They 
told me to move to Arizona. Really? Yeah, I got it. Well, I got a channeled message from five different mediums. Oh wow! And, all, and it came through five different people. And one of those people, <clears throat> I was at a class to develop my to develop my abilities. Didn't even know those other people, and it came through. And and said I was going to move out west. And at first they told me it was going to be New Mexico, but then early last year they came through and said, "No, we want you to go to Arizona." And I said, "Where in Arizona?" And they said, "You'll know." And I woke up the next day because because they work on me a lot, and mm -hmm. sometimes I just wake up and I know new things. So I, I said to my wife, "Hey, I need a map of Arizona because I'm going to show us where we're going to move to." And she puts it down in front of me and I close my eyes. I take my finger and I start pointing places and I get no, 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 no. Yes. And I look down. Sierra Vista, Arizona. That's where we're going. And we packed up, sold our house, bought a house. Here we are. Wow. That's and things have been happening in synchronicities and stuff like that ever since I've been here. So I know I'm in the right place. Now, do you ever find yourself getting overwhelmed with all of this or is it just because, <laughs> because you have such a, a big confidence in that what's being transmitted to you is, is the right answer and it's, and it's leading you the right way. But is it, do you ever feel the doubt or just uh, being overwhelmed by all these, all this noise basically? Yeah, I did in the very beginning, the, the very first year, like when I was meeting with that group, that was like, I kind of my, like my second year, they, it took me a long time to trust where the information was coming, trust myself enough to to follow that information and and help other people with it as well i didn't do my first actual reading for someone for the first year and a half of me being into this but when i was when i did that i was only trusting these yes and no answers i was getting but then all these other thoughts started coming into my mind all the time i remember driving in my truck one time riding down the road and i was just talking to myself because that's what people do and then when i said something i got a yes answer and i was like wait a minute. I was just talking to myself and I got, no. Huh. And I was like, so you're always here. Yes. No matter what I talk about or think about. Yes. And I was like, and then I heard something else and I was like, wait a minute. That wasn't my thought. And they said, no. And I said, is that you? Yes. So you're putting thoughts into my mind. And I'm thinking it's my thought, but I know that wasn't my thought. And then I got, yes. And I was like, okay. And that's when it started mm -hmm. with the, them putting thoughts into my mind. And so at that point, I was only like, you know, I was 95% me and 5% of it was them. Now it's 85% them and I'm only 15% me. And that just changed about two months ago where I was 20% me and then it just, but I, w I was aware of that point of the change. I felt it coming in. My, my wife thought I was actually having a stroke. Really? Yeah. And I wasn't, it was this. Cause I said, it's happening. It's happening. I mean, I was freaking out and she's like, you okay? I'm like, no, no, something's coming here. And all of a sudden, and then I was like, whoa, <laughs> she's like, you all right? I'm like, yeah. Uh, so she said, what happened? I said, just change another 5%. And they're, they're touching my face right now. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the way it happens. But, yeah, it just, I see, have you ever seen the movie Avatar? I have seen the Avatar, yes. Okay, so in the movie Avatar, 
the guy, the army guy who gets the soldier guy, he gets hurt. Right. And they put him in that big tube and they're, and you see these little metal arms coming down. They're fixing his leg, mm-hmm. doing all that. That's what I see at nighttime. I used to see it maybe once every two weeks. And when they, what they were doing is they would, they were working on my soul. I see these prey mantises <clears throat> doing this and I feel these little cold touches uh-huh. and they're working on my soul so that I can be able to communicate with them better and see them more. And then the very beginning, I just saw two of them. Now I see, I see the amount of spirit of, of these guides I have with me and how many archangels do I have with me? All of them. And how are, how many are all of them? Thousands of them. Oh, wow. And I just see them standing in a circle the night before I see this thing, it looks like a circle of them and they're all talking. I see them turning around looking at each other and, and I don't see any mouths moving because it's all telepathy. And I hear it that way too, because we all can. We just don't realize that because hmm. we've all been home a bunch of times. We're just, we have a voice box here because God didn't create words. He gave us an ability to make sound. We create a word. So you can say any word you want to that begins with the letter F that doesn't sound like fire truck and he doesn't give a crap. As long as you're not putting that negative energy on someone. Right. You know, if you want to call somebody, a, you know, if you want to say the word butthead all day long, it's fine. But if you want to call somebody, but it doesn't, that's, that's not, yeah, no, not what he you. wants us. Yeah. yeah. He wants us to t- treat each other right. So, so I see them around and I'm ta- they're talking to each other. Then the next night I see it and then they're working on it. And I can feel it and stuff like that. That was happening once every two weeks. Or once for like once and then for, for like two weeks straight, I was getting sick. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is because they say the body's better, very fragile because the soul is connected to the body. So I would get sick. It would be coming out of both ends for a couple of days. So, yeah. so, and that was horrible. And then I, this would happen like once a month. Now, then it started, it was like once every two weeks. Now I'm up to the point. It's like every, every two or three days that it's happened, oh, God. <clears throat> but I don't get sick anymore because I'm got used to it. Yeah, so, yeah. and, and I build up a, like a tolerance to that. So, so yeah, that's what I see at nighttime. And I see them around me all the time. And I used to just see them here. And if I turned my head, it would like move. I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it direct on. Now I see it direct on and I see them right in front of me. And, but I, but that's just them. Other spirit, I just see them in front of me all the time. It's just everything, but not just like seeing them. Like I was at the, a VA hospital once with my wife was getting a procedure and I was sitting here with her and my knee started hurting really bad. She's like, and I was like, man, my knee is killing me. What the heck's going on? She's like, well, good thing we're in the hospital. Well, I'll find somebody. I, I said, no, no, no. I, I closed my eyes and I was like, oh man. She's like, well, I said, there's a guy sitting here and he's in a wheelchair and he's looking back at me. And he's sitting next to this woman, the woman who checked us in and keeps bumping into her. And he's looking back at me. I think he wants her attention. And let me talk to him and ask him. I said, yeah, he wants her attention. He's got to apologize to her for something. I said, I got to go talk to that lady. She said, well, you know how people take these things, honey? And I said, I know, but because not everybody understands it. You know, people have different backgrounds, religions, that type Mm -hmm. of thing. They're not into this thing. I said, but I got to go say something. So I walked up to her and I said, look, I said, hi, my name's Daniel Jackson. I said, do do you know what a medium is? She's like, I've always wanted to see one. I was like, well, here I am. It's your lucky day. Yeah. I'm like the little kid in the sixth sense. You know, I I see dead people. I said, there's this guy here in a wheelchair. He's got on this blue and white flannel shirt and he's a black gentleman and he keeps bumping into you and telling me he's got to apologize to you for something. And that's when she said, what color shirts he got on? I said, blue and white flannel shirt. She said, that's my grandfather. He liked to wear that shirt all the time. 
I said, he's in a wheelchair. I said, my knee is killing me. There's something wrong with him. With my, She said, he had polio and oh, he wow. lived with us. And, and whenever he was there and I would be home, he would talk down to me like I was nothing. And I said, he wants to apologize for it because he hasn't crossed over yet and wants to apologize for that because he thinks it's unfinished business because there is no unfinished business. If you didn't fix it, you're done. You have to wait till you come back again and, and do something else in your, in your next lifetime. Hmm. So, uh, so uh, I said, I told her what to do when she gets home, tell her to tell him to let this go and he needs to cross over. And she did. And she wrote me a letter because I gave her my email address. Yeah. And she said her home just felt a sense of peace after that. Oh, that's awesome. And that, that, that he had, he had gone and stuff like that. But he put his pain on me to get my attention, to help him, right. to help her. And that's the kind of things that happen with me all the time. So accepting this, not the easiest thing to do. Saying I was going to say yes to this and then real, not realizing till later what was going to happen, that was a big deal for me. Even my wife had asked me about a year ago. She said, "Do you, knowing everything you know now and everything you've had to go through, go through do you think you would have still said yes? And I said, yeah. Because, and she said, why? I said, because I get to help people every single day. Yeah. And when I'm doing that, I mean, when you help someone, when fulfilling your purpose is helping people just for the sake of helping, not just because you can, but because you should, that's our actual true purpose. Your purpose isn't becoming a doctor or a lawyer. It's you, you're, you're going to fulfill it while being human. Mm -hmm. God made it that way so that we could all do it and that no one's purpose is more special than anyone else because no one is more special because we're all the same we're all equal we all came in to, from the same place we can all go back to that same place if we choose mm. because it's a choice whether or not you go in because some of them stay here but the reason they stay here like you know you've been here so many other so many times you're here 28 times you're going to wake up out of your body you're going to get perfect memories of your life here plus all the perfect memories of all your other lives and when you realize you've been here 28 times you're going to know there's a chance you might have to come back again and maybe you don't want to. So you might stay here so you don't have to come back again. And that's why a lot of them stay here. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of them tell me here, the reason they stay is because there's no rules there. They can do whatever they want to. If they want to come through here and antagonize somebody, they're allowed. Meaning they, they, they spirit has a good sense of humor. <laughs> and if they think throwing an ashtray across the room is going to scare the crap out of you. And it does. They're laughing about it, but you just don't know that. I mean, that Amityville horror crap, that's, that was a movie. Okay. But, but the spirit there, what did they want? They wanted those people out of the house. Right. So right. what do they do? Everything they could do in their power to make them leave. And they left, mm -hmm. but the movies and stuff like that, that sensationalize a lot of that stuff. Oh, absolutely. In order to do one, th one thing, they sell tickets. It makes money. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Cause spirit themselves don't care about money because they don't have money where they are. They don't have all these other physical things where they are. They, they are around us all the time. When you wake up in the morning and you do your daily routine, you should shower and shave and you go to work and do your job. And maybe you don't do your job because you're a lazy piece of crap. And then you come home and you have some dinner with your wife and watch some TV and you go to bed and wake up and do it all over again. Spirits around you 24 seven. They're just, they're watching what we do, but they don't care what we do because they don't have to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. They're not going, they're not going to bed. They don't sleep. They don't eat. They don't breathe. They just go. They're just, they just are where they are. Whereas opposed to us, 
who believe in there's a sense of time, but there isn't because there's no sense of time. You wake up out of your body, you're in, or you wake up in your body, and you're looking up, and you're a baby, and you're going, well, and you got two people going, I'm your mom and dad, and you're going, I don't know who the hell you are, but okay. <laughs> and then you, you know, and then they raise you, you know, sometimes, maybe they're, and then you just, you just go, and you go until you stop going. You don't slow down. Your body sleeps, but your soul is still going. You're still going. You're still breathing. So there's no, you know, the, the, the actual calendar in the very beginning was five months. And then they changed it to nine months. And then they changed it to 10 months. And then they changed it to 12 months. So how old are you now, Paul? 34. Okay. So if it was five months originally and we were still in that, you would be a 68, somewhere around 70 something. Yep. But are you? Nope. Right. So you are what you, I mean, our body ages, mm. but we are still, you know, who we are. So you're never really stopping for anything. There's no real sense of time. The only reason we have a sense of time is because, you know, we follow what the sun does, goes up and down, but people still do things when the sun goes up and down. Right. It's just, we have jobs we have to go to and they base it on that. So, you know, that's a... And then we have all that daylight savings times. You can thank you can thank Benjamin Franklin for that crap because right, yeah. he started that stuff. You know, Mister Ladies Man. But again, who were those guys? They were all rich, rich people who were in control and power of everybody. So they started something, and we're just continuing to follow it. We don't have to continue to follow. We just have to learn to let go. Yeah, I mean, I'm a guy who worked at midnights for quite some time. So for me, there are times who? where there is no sense of time. Yeah, I I did a four to twelve shift, so uh, yeah, I get it. That's oh, those were the days. Those, yeah, those yeah, were the no. days. Yeah, not anymore. That's not anymore. But we are speaking of time. We are getting a little bit late on ours. But I want to give you a chance to tell our listeners some of the ways that they could, you know, learn more about you or some of your material that you offer. I know that you mentioned you have your book. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about it? So I guess you're going to ask all the other questions in part two, huh? I might have to because I, I'm, sit, <laughs> I'm si see, I'm the I'm such a bad interviewer. I literally just sit here and I'm like sitting here like just completely enamored and just listening. And I got chills during during this conversation, just listening to you. Like, it, you it know was, why I have chills? Because that's your soul telling you this is the truth, right? Because that's what that is. Chills and and goosebumps and all that. That's your soul connecting with you. Mm -hmm. That's not some nerve ending thing. That's your soul connecting with you. That's the energy coming out and letting you know. Because because you you do that all the time where you get chills when you hear a cool song that you like. Yeah. I mean, there's there's some because what that is that's a sound that's vibration. That's what you are. You are sound and you are vibration. And when your vibration gets raised up, because people talk about raising their vibrations all the time. They don't realize that if their vibrations were raised up all the time, they would have solid goosebumps all the time. Yeah. And they never do because we can't raise our vibrations as high as they say they would like to mm -hmm. for one reason. You're in this meat suit and you can't. So we can only go so high. Dalai Lama, he's not higher than me. You know who's higher than me? Nobody mm -hmm. because I'm that light. So, but I just am. You know, it, it was actually in my grandfather before it was in me. He was, he, my, my, my dad, my mom and dad were about to have me, my mom, not my dad, but you know, <clears throat> I had two brothers and a sister and he was uh, concerned about when they were going to be born. But it, with me, he was super excited. Mm -hmm. And that, why? Because he knew because he had this. Right. So my dad called him up and said, Hey, he's being born. You got to come to the hospital. And he got ready to come and he had a heart attack and died. 
Okay. And what he did, his soul left his body. Because what my grandfather was, was just a different version of me. Right. Every version that comes through is just a different version of me. So that's why I tell people don't mess with 23andMe and Ancestry.com because <laughs> the person you're looking up from 100 years ago that looks similar to you was you. <laughs> that's all. Because you're from all over this world. So don't worry about, oh, oh, I'm, I'm part African. Now I'm going to start wearing an African hat. No, you're not. You are, but you aren't. You're, you're just human. That's what you are. <laughs> we have to start recognizing that and stop trying to recognize or try to want to be an individual from everyone else. You know, that whole, that whole thing where the BGT, whatever, you know, Hey, the reason you are the way you are is because possibly you're, you've been here 28 times, you know, so you're a man because you're learning lessons in that body. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you come through seven times, the last seven times as a woman. And next thing you know, you come into a body as a man. Of course, you're going to have feelings for women mm -hmm. or, or, or the opposite. Of course, you're going to have feelings for men because you were here so many times before in, the, in a previous gender. <clears throat> now you're in another, a new, a different gender. You're going to have those feelings. We can call it gay. You can call it whatever you want to. No, it's just you have feelings because that's who you are. Mm -hmm. That's all. Yeah. So, but you're here to learn lessons in this body. Right. And nowadays, people are changing those things. And if you're changing that thing, I'm telling you, I don't make the rules. I just express them to people on how they are. Mm -hmm. You change, you're coming back. Now, we come back a lot over and over and over again because we're not fulfilling our purpose. But you're not learning anything if you go changing parts because you're not learning that. You came into this world this, that's what you're supposed to be in. I'm sorry, but it's just the way it is. It's not a judgment or anything. You're just here to be that. That's all. And if you don't, if you don't get it right this time again, you'll just come back as something else again. So yeah. But yeah, if people want to find me, they can find me if they want to book a reading with me, mm -hmm. or if they want to schedule a phone call with me because they believe they have this ability to, all they have to do is schedule that. They can go on my website. It's www.spiritmediumdaniel.com. It's one long word, spiritmediumdaniel.com. And they can book a reading with me. I charge 120 bucks for a reading. That's in person. If it's on a Zoom call, it's 100 bucks. I do get more from a reading when I'm in person because I can I can hold their hand. I can see who's around them, that type of thing. But right. I can answer questions for anybody anywhere in the world. If they have a question, I'm talking to my spirit guides. They get the answers from me. Why? Because they're archangels and they're, they are they are connected to everyone as I am now connected to them because they asked me a question. So, and, or the, if they have, they think they have an ability, all I have to do is see their phone, see their note, their fate or their picture, or just even their name on my computer. And I'll say, they have, are they connected? Yep. Okay. And then I know right then and there, and then I'll talk to them on the phone. All they have, they don't, they don't have to see, say hello. I go, yeah, you're one of my people. <laughs> and I, and then I know exactly what they have going on because they put it into my mind and tell me. So yeah, they can, they can do that on my website. We also have our own podcast called Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson, me, Daniel Jackson. And, and they can find that at www.beyond-the-veil.com. And I added my name to that podcast because we looked up Beyond the Veil 
and we found a gazillion of them. Yeah. And the very first one was was the some person reading Harry Potter stories. What that has to do with spirit, I don't know. But so I added my name to it. And I just I added my name to it again for, for the fact that I'm in this space. And and I talk about spirit in some of the some of the shows, but I also have a bunch of guests come on and I ask them questions that because I am in this space, I understand a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I can ask those types of questions, not just the, hey, where can I find spirit at? You can find them at, you can find them at Walmart because they are there. So people just don't realize that. You don't have to go to some secret special place like a, a prison or a really haunted house. The, the ones that are at the really haunted house, there's a lot more negative energies there. I don't suggest going on the haunted house runs because you may have a bad day, a bad week, a bad year. And when you do that, those negative energies pick up on that and you may go home with something that you don't want to. Right. So really don't do that. <clears throat> so, yeah, so they can find me on beyond the veil with Daniel Jackson. And we have a particular website for that. And it has the links of all where all the shows are. Plus we have it on YouTube so they can, they can view it as well. And then what we also do, like I'll do with, with you is when you send me the link for the show, I will, we will post it on our website. So that way, not only can they hear my interview, but they can also find a new show to listen to. Oh, that's awesome. We so, appreciate that. We and, do that uh, because, you know, we're all in this world together. Like I said, we have to, you know, the president said, you know, back in 2020, but he's a dipshit. So, but we're all in this together. We have always all been in this together. So we need to help each other in this world. So that's what, that's my little, my contribution to help each other. Because if you're inviting me to be on your show, and I know that's promotion for you, but that's promotion for me as well. Mm -hmm. But at that same time, I want to be able to promote you as well too. So that's why we do that. So people can find other things to to listen to if they find it interested, you know? I love it, man. So yeah. Yeah, they can find me there. And like I said, uh, Spirit Medium Daniel. And then also Daniel, me, Spirit Medium Daniel. You can see behind me, but I just put out a book. It's called, It's entitled Daniel Jackson, The New Beginning, My Awakening as a Spirit Medium. And this is my story about me, how this, it's in chronological order of everything that happened to me and everything I had been going through. And then at the end of the book, there's a chapter 12 called The Basics. And these are channeled messages from my spirit guides, archangels, basically coming from, not basically, but yes, coming from, because they are the right hand of God. These are messages that are coming from God that he wants us to know Mm -hmm. to help us straighten our lives out, to help us to move forward without all this garbage that we have going on, to treat each other better, to stop judging each other. And there's 25 of these messages that they told me. Here's the funny part. When I put, when I had the book, I, I submitted everything. Now I can't write for crap, man. Everything. <laughs> I had these big giant paragraphs. There's, my grammar's like, like, like a three-year-old, you know, it's horrible. So uh, I submitted all that. And then I submitted these 25 messages. And Leon, when I said it to the, off to the editor, the only thing that did not need to be edited were, those were the 25 messages. That's awesome. Because it didn't, didn't come from me. So you know, the other kindergarten writing came from me, you know? <laughs> but she, but my editor did an awesome job and she turned it into a, a really, really cool book. It's oh, that's a, great. You, you see the picture, you can look it up on Amazon, just punch in Daniel Jackson, the new beginning, and it'll, it'll pop right up and you'll see this picture. It's like right behind me, but it's a picture of a man who's standing there, the silhouette of the back of him walking into a bright white light. And mm-hmm. that's, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. The title of the book is not about me. Mm-hmm. 
at the end of the book, the book doesn't say the end. It says something else. It says a number, 2332. Okay. I want people to pay attention to that and try to figure it out because it's got a double meaning. Hmm. And that second meaning pertains to the title of the book, The New Beginning. Man, now I'm going to have to go on Amazon after this, which is perfect because my wife actually runs a, a book page on Instagram. So Does she? Oh, she may be the first one. To, she may pick it up before I do. This book, so it's for sale on Amazon. You can get the Kindle version for like $6.46 mm. or something like that, or the paperback version. It sells for $8. How much do I get out of that? Two bucks. Okay. Amazon gets the rest. Why am I selling it for $8? dollars because would I like to sell a million books? Yes. Am I trying to make a million dollars? No. But I sure would like to help a million people. That's and awesome. that's the intent of that. I don't I don't need to make a million dollars because I'm not one of those people who believes that you need six cars and seven houses and <laughs> ten boats because you don't. What you need to do is we need to figure out our lives and figure out what's going on here and try to make this a better place because we're not doing a very good job right now. These messages will help do that. It'll it'll help start that because I'm not going to be here for very long. I only have 27 and a half more years to go. I already know when I'm going to pass away. It's, my birthday's in November, but it's go, I'm going to pass away in August on the third week on a Wednesday night. So I, I'm going to be 83 years old. So I know how much time I have to do to get as much done as I can, but I can't continue to do it. So it has to be. You know, it's like the old commercial back in the day in the 70s when they had the shampoo. And I'm going to tell my friend and they're going to tell their two friends and so on. Well, that's what I need to happen mm -hmm. because I can't do it by myself. It needs to continue on. And the only way it's going to do that is by getting this message out. So I didn't put it at a high price because, again, I don't need all that money, but I do need this message to get out. Right. Because we need this. So. So, yeah, you can find it there. And like I said, it's on Amazon. You just punch in Daniel Jackson, The New Beginning. It's the first one that pops up. And you see that picture of the silhouette of the man walking into a bright light, because that's me. And and then they read it. And then I hopefully they get it. And I hope they understand it. And I hope they implement it into their lives and move forward with it and tell other people to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I love it. Daniel, this was fantastic. And I really do want to follow up with you and, and get my wife involved because she is such a fascination. She was so upset that she couldn't make it tonight. But we would love to have you back on the show whenever we can schedule whenever, something again. Whenever yeah. you want to schedule it, I'm ready. Awesome. Daniel, thank you so much for jumping in with us today. Thank you. I appreciate it, Paul. Have a, I, I hope you have a great day. As I tell everybody, be good and don't do any stupid shit. <laughs> I love it. Enjoy the rest of your day, Daniel. All right. We'll talk soon. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Man, Daniel, wow. I you know, it's it's funny because whenever I do an interview, I tend to be super quiet and like people people make fun of me because they're like you'd like to talk so much, you know. Any of you guys who know me personally or, you know, have worked with me or see me at, at the school or whatever it is, like you guys know I am anything but quiet. It's when I'm quiet that people tend to be worried, but when I do interviews, just hearing people's stories and especially one like like I said, I got chills during it. So for somebody who's not a religious person, for somebody who has always been a little bit fearful of the unknown and what happens to us after we die, 
talking to somebody who with such confidence and just such a belief is just always really empowering. So we want to thank Daniel. Make sure you guys check out his book on Amazon. And also, if you guys are looking for more of our content, make sure you guys check out our website, themisfitfaction.com. You'll find links to all of our different podcasts, and not only just MF Uncensored, but also Cinematic Adventures and the Multiverse Fancast. You'll also find links to all of our other affiliates and our articles and our Misfit Faction store. And if you guys are looking for more fun content, check us out on social media. We are on Instagram, Snapchat, or not Snapchat, that's weird. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter. Just type in Misfit Faction and odds are you'll find some of our material. Guys, thank you so much for listening today and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.